When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. So you bank, and maybe the referee won't see it. They did much better than the touchdown. Caleb Johnson, the running back. He's got a hole. Caleb Johnson, right side. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Hawkeyes. Wrapping up hour number one here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. Andrew Rogers here with me. We're on AM590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. And, of course, on Twitter and YouTube, you can stream us in and uh, see our bright and shining faces. We're talking in the YouTube chat with uh, TK about possible receivers for the Chiefs. Which turns out there's a lot of them. Yeah, I think there's there's good options there. Uh, Shane, we're still efforting. Gary? Okay, uh, we're still working I, on getting. I it. hope like it sounds as distant over the mics as it does <laughs> even in this room. It probably sounds even more distant. He's yelling from his from his house over there. Uh, no, we'll, we're working on getting Gary Dolphin to preview Iowa, but the we've got the Class A game coming up here as well, and hopefully we're going to talk about that later. Uh, but it does appear. It does appear that we've got Gary Dolphin here to talk about. Shane's just talking to him like he's an old yeah, friend. Yeah, I guess we're just having a conversation over there. Don't don't worry about it. We're not. Give me a thumb up, Shane. We my old friends here. See, I asked for a thumb up, and he talks. Yeah, it's it's like very very all good. All I at, asked for was a thumb up. Very good at taking instructions. In, Shane. Instead, he just puts on his headset. He takes another three seconds, and now we can't <laughs> talk to Gary because Shane was over here f- uh, funneling away. <laughs> Uh, we are joined now on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline by Gary Dolphin, the play-by-play bo- voice of Iowa football. Gary, how are you this morning? A little snow over here in Iowa, guys. Oh, man. Uh, but other than that, <laughs> a little snow and rain, kind of a combination. But doing good. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to complain uh, uh, about Iowa football after this year. I mean, there's plenty of complaining to do, but it's uh, <laughs> it's it's our fan base, like everybody's fan base. They all want to win every game, and sometimes things don't go the way you like them to. But all that's uh, all that matters to Coach Ferentz is the left hand column and the right hand column, and right now it's nine and two. Gary, you know, it's kind of funny because you, you bring up Iowa fans and obviously the stuff with Brian Ferentz this year has been, uh, you know, even before the announcement was made, kind of a, a shadow hanging over the program. But when you look at this year, it's really not any different in in any serious degree to what Iowa football has been doing for most of the last 20 years. Why in your mind does have people kind of – at least fans around Iowa kind of gotten more and more seemingly irritated with the way in which this Iowa program wins. 
Uh, I think it's uh, probably the conservative nature of of, uh, of Kirk. Um, you know, he, he really hasn't changed. I mean, I remember the Brad Banks and the Drew Tate and uh, Ricky Stanza years where they were winning, you know, 9, 10, 11 games and scoring 35 points a game, and that, mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun. But as you guys know, it, it comes down to the quarterback, and, and that's been a rocky road for the Hawks uh, uh, the past few years, and e- even when they've had the good, solid quarterbacks, uh, you know, Ference is not going to change. I don't know how many times I have to tell people this, but they don't want to. They, they don't want to hear it. And uh, you know, Brian, uh, Brian is is free to call his own plays, but he's also got Dad looking over his shoulder, and and they game plan together every week along with the rest of the offensive staff. So it's uh, it, it's uh, you know, fans are fans. I get it, and our and our fans, as you guys know, are. Are rabid just like Nebraska's, and, but if you any more these days, if you're not, uh, and I think it's a byproduct of the NFL. If you're if you're not running air raid and five wide and empty backfields every snap, uh, there's something wrong with you. And well, okay, uh, Iowa still likes to do it the old-fashioned way, and that's two backs, two tight ends, or one back and three tights, and and power their way down the field, take your shots. Obviously, they haven't been able to do that this year because of the obvious, which is start no starting quarterback, or, you, or at least your number one quarterback, uh, your two best pass catchers. Uh, the offensive line's been disarray because of injuries. Now they're settled down. They're playing pretty good. Last couple of weeks, uh, two of the top two running backs missed. I think a total of three or four games. Uh, the defense has been solid and straightforward. Uh, special teams have been off the map, and they, they yeah, they've leaned on those two uh, divisions or those two uh, sectors to to uh, get where they are today. But now the, the offense is slowly coming uh, with Deacon Hill, uh, who hadn't played in three years, uh, and he was needless to say a little rusty. <laughs> so I, I just think it's the frustrations uh, of any fan base when you're not putting up 40 points a game. Uh, and you know, getting five takeaways a game, uh, th- things are upsetting to them, and 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 that's okay. You want you, I mean, that 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 tells you the the program has had success, and will continue. I mean, it's the twenty second year out of twenty five that they've been bowl eligible, and, and I think that's a pretty good track record. I understand there's a lot of bowls, but but playing in December and January is a, a fun thing. Gary, you mentioned the the defense and special teams. Um, sort of acting as a spark for that for that Iowa offense and, and, you know, frankly, leading to victories every now and then, too. How important was the win over Illinois, though, in terms of learning to win without Cooper DeGene on the field? Yeah, it was huge. Uh, I think it was huge. Uh, you know, everybody was wringing their hands from Wednesday on when the news broke that Cooper had uh, – injured his uh, lower leg and out for the rest of the season. I mean, it's a devastating blow to uh, to the defense. Uh, yet, if there's a team game uh, that we watch and, and love, it's football. I mean, you've got 11 guys out there and, and uh, 10 now without Cooper, but uh, guys that have played before, and Deshaun Lee started the first two games this year when Jamari Harris uh, was suspended and, and played admirably. And you know Cooper is right there coaching up uh, uh, Deshaun Lee, and he played really well the other night. In fact, I, I'm, I'm a little puzzled why Illinois kept picking on Jamari Harris. Uh, he's just <laughs> short of an all-Big Ten performance this year. But, I mean, Phil Parker's defense, uh, speaking of never going to change, it's uh, your base 4-3, and he's, gonna, he's, gonna, he's blitzing a little bit more than he has uh, historically. But uh, Phil's mantra is, is like Norm Parker's uh, M.O., and that is, don't let them beat you over the top. Don't let them get behind you. 
and it may have it, it it's happened maybe two or three times all year, and, and so uh, you know they they it's a plug and play defense, and 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 with or without Cooper, obviously the Hawks are a lot better with Cooper. I mean this kid has played this kid played over four hundred snaps this year at cornerback, didn't give up a touchdown, not one not <laughs> one score on Cooper DeGene. You know you watch him, and I, I mentioned this I don't know game three or four this season. When he broke a long punt return, I said uh, he didn't score, but he, he went like 50 yards, zigged and zagged. I said, this kid, you know, they're comparing him to a, a bigger version of Tim Dwight. Uh, he's got a little Christian McCaffrey on him, and that's a pretty good combination. He's got great speed, and he's got that. When he hits the afterburners, he is gone. You guys saw the Minnesota punt return for a touchdown that was called back. I mean, that that's who he is, and he, he's just as adept at special teams, and as he is a cornerback, and, and he takes the game so serious. He takes everything so serious. Never says a word, keeps his mouth shut, goes about his business. Small-town Iowa kid from out by you guys here along the Missouri River, and uh, that's who you want on your football team. Uh, Gary, as a quick follow-up to that, because I covered Cooper in high school, so I, I definitely understand the comparisons that, that you're uh, you know proclaiming. Uh, last year, in this game specifically, Iowa didn't have Cooper DeGene either, and it proved costly in the back row for that defense. Uh, now, this Nebraska offense doesn't have a Trey Palmer, but think that could be a struggle come Friday? Well, I think so. I mean, uh, but I'm sure if uh, Matt and the coaches are looking at that tape and they saw how well Harris, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Isaiah Williams is a tremendous uh, mm-hmm. Great wide receiver. receiver, converted quarterback, yeah, and he had 10 catches for a hundred and some yards, uh, but they threw a lot of sideline routes. Uh, again, it's the same Phil Parker defense. Don't let them beat you over the top, and, and it's going to be the same way Saturday. And and last year, uh, when Cooper uh, was concussed there, I think it was on the first series or the second series, uh, they threw in T.J. Hall, who had, had had not played at all. And to your point, Trey Trey's not there this year, and and I, I watched most of that Wisconsin game last week, and. You know, Nebraska's having some issues a quarterback like Iowa has and, and uh, for different reasons. So I, I think it's a different uh, different defense, a different set of offensive players from Nebraska. Uh, Iowa also lost Spencer Petrus, if you remember, to a shoulder separation mm-hmm. on the first or second series. And, and, and not, that, not that Spencer's Tom Brady, I get that, but he had been there all year long and really had settled down that offense. So I think it's a different set of circumstances. Um, I, I don't like to compare one game last year to one game uh, to the same game this year. Uh, new coaching, uh, you know, new philosophy. So we'll see. But there's no question. There is no doubt. Without Cooper DeGene, I mean, he might be the best overall player in college football. Uh, to me, certainly the best defender in the Big Ten. Uh, it, it's 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 a vacancy that I was going to have to live with. Gary, real quick, got about 90 seconds left here with you. Is there anything you've seen in your prep for this Nebraska game that you uh, have seen from the Huskers that you think might cause issues for Iowa? Well, their defense in general. Uh, I think I think this is a better defense than last year. Uh, but every year, uh, Nebraska puts uh, defenders in, in, the, in the NFL. Uh, it, it's uh, and not that that's the be-all, end-all. But uh, with uh, Deacon Hill's continue, continuing maturation uh, in baby steps, uh, he, he's got a. But, but what I like about the guy is uh, he's, a, he's a great film study, great film room guy. All quarterbacks have to be that way. Uh, it's a healthier Iowa offense than we've seen. So I'm real curious to see uh, how uh, uh, Brian and Kirk, uh, uh, how Brian in particular, Kirk in general, attack uh, Nebraska's offense. But it, it's 
it's going to be the same. <laughs> yes, they're going to they're going to play <laughs> to be there in the fourth quarter and try and find a way to win it with that defense and Tory Taylor. That is our friend Gary Dolphin, play-by-play voice for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Gary, we appreciate your time as always. Have a good call on Friday, okay? Thanks, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You as well, Gary. Thank you. Uh, That is Gary Dolphin, the play-by-play voice of Iowa football. I'm I'm sure you could hear it in that voice that that man is a play-by-play pro. You can always tell the play-by-play guys from the writers. From everybody else, (laughs) yeah. And and you'll know that when we talk to Mike Schaefer next. Speaking of writers, (laughs) we've got our guy Mike J. Schaefer from Husker 24-7. We bumped him up an hour to accommodate his schedule and our schedule because we're going to talk to John Fanta later as well. Coming up next, Mike J. Schaefer, Husker 24-7 here on Herd Sports Radio.